a year ago, Ohio State needed to hire numerous coaches on the defensive side of the ball. Right now, Ohio State needs a new offensive coordinator. And there's one word to describe the type of coach Ryan Day needs to go after to fill this role. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to an episode of Locked On Buckeyes from Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 7th in the year 2022. And this episode is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. During Today's episode, we will discuss and provide an update on Ohio State and the transfer portal, players that are in the portal, and somebody else at another school is trying to pull from Columbus, and our weekly stock report is back. But before we get to any of that, the coaching carousel has made its way to Columbus, Ohio. No, Ryan Day is not a coach that is on the outside of the program looking in. It's offensive coordinator Kevin Wilson, who recently was announced as Tulsa's new head coach. Now, I had a question about this very thing with Kevin Wilson, and I want to address this quickly before going to Ryan Day's standpoint and how we should view this higher. So somebody asked me if Kevin Wilson is going to coach in the bowl game in the playoff. He is going to. Kevin Wilson has said he's going to stick around and finish and help Ohio State win a national championship before going and being a full-time head coach over there in Tulsa, which is great. You want the kind of mindset with a coach and I love. Honestly, it's up to him. If he wanted to go to Tulsa, great. But he has a chance to win another national championship. Of course, he wants to do that very thing. Ryan, he also wants somebody that can help him in the future win national championships, plural, at the Ohio State University. You're not going to find many offensive minds like Kevin Wilson. You're not going to. He's been around for a while, a long time. We talked about it on yesterday's show, a long time in Oklahoma. He was here under Urban. He was retained when they took over for Urban. He's been around for a long time, and he's one of the most respected offensive minds in the sport. When he was at a school like Indiana that didn't have the talent that Ohio State has, we saw what Kevin Wilson can do with lesser talent, and we quickly saw what he can do with more talent as well. And you want someone like Kevin Wilson that has some characteristics of Kevin Wilson to replace him as Ohio State's new offensive coordinator. Will it be an in-house hire? I've heard Justin Fry's name as someone people would like to have, or of course, Brian Hartline. Many of you would like that as well, as he is not going to Cincinnati, as Scott Satterfield has taken and been announced as Cincinnati's new head coach. Or does he go outside of the program to find the hire? I don't know. I'd be comfortable with either going in-house or going out outside of the program. But Ryan Day needs to hire a superstar. And I don't use that word lightly. We hear the word a lot in basketball. 
saying so-and-so is a superstar or there are five superstars or maybe there are 15 superstars in basketball. The National Basketball Association, to be exact. I am someone that does not throw that word out there loosely and realizes there aren't that many superstars in a sport. It's an exclusive group that is very hard to get inside and to crack the seal of. And Ryan Denny's to remember, this is Ohio State. This is one of the best programs in the country. Don't just go out there and have the same mindset he had last year when he went out and hired Jim Knowles. Go out, find one of the most sought-after offensive minds and coordinators in the sport, and bring him in. And ultimately, he might need to bring somebody in who can call the plays at Ohio State. Now, I am not saying Ryan Day is a terrible or horrific play caller. I am not going to be that guy. I think there are some times that in the play calling, it just is a little weird and odd. It, it questions things. Sometimes you also have to realize the quarterback at the school might be a, an issue and might be a reason why some plays are being called. You have to realize that. But make sure you go out and hire a superstar and someone you're comfortable with possibly calling plays. I do believe the defense is better, a lot better than it was a year ago because Ryan Day had to put a lot of time, energy, and effort into the defensive side of the ball last year. You bring in Jim Knowles. I believe he's being paid $1.9 million. You bring him in, and all of a sudden you say, hey, you're the head coach of the defense. Now, Ryan Day can have a, bit, have a hand in the defense. He studies defenses all the time, so he knows what defenses are doing, their tendencies. And so he could do that thing. But no, he wants to be hands-off with the D, as, as hands-off as he can. He, has, he still has to know and be inside of the um, – he wants input on the game plan, personnel, depth chart, stuff like that, things of that nature. But Ryan Day ultimately wants to allow that D coordinator to kind of run that side of the ball. With Ryan Day being an offensive-minded coach and former college quarterback, you would say, Jay, yes, he's going to continue to call the plays. Ultimately, I don't know. I don't know at all. It might be better for Ryan Day to bring somebody in who can call the plays. It's all TBD to be determined. I don't know. But this one thing I do know, it, and it is this. Ryan Day needs to hire a superstar offensive coordinator. Someone that can come in, teach things, take things over, and control things so Ryan Day can either be more of an uh, overseer or CEO or do more things with certain positions and have a different role with the offense than he has now. If he still wants to call plays, great. So be it. Do that very thing. But also remember, bring somebody in you trust or promote somebody you trust and that you could potentially give the entire offense to. So you can be more of an overseer CEO of the program than somebody that is than someone who is so entrenched in everything going on with that side of the ball. Hire a superstar. Someone you trust, someone that other people are going to go after, and then make sure Ohio State has an op open checkbook. Write that check. Maybe you want to let them write that check so you know you have the guy you want for the job. And ultimately, this can take Ohio State to heights in an area, in a period in the sport, in a place that they maybe not have ever been, back-to-back -back natties and multiple natties, three and four years, that type of thing. It's possible. It can happen. But you got to make sure, Ryan Day, that you hire the right kind of offensive coordinator for this football program. From offensive coordinators 
to the transfer portal. It's been a busy week for Ohio State. There are two guys already in the portal and one more guy who a school in Tennessee who they are trying to go after and snag. Who is that player? What? Who are? Who's in the portal? We will discuss that next right here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's easy to create a job post on LinkedIn Jobs, and it's free. Once you, you create said job post, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. That's LinkedIn.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The transfer portal opened on December 5th just a couple days ago. We got rumbling during the season of players that would be entering said portal, but of course they would not be in that portal until, until December 5th. There are two 45-day portal windows one of them opened, is already opened, and there are two Buckeyes currently in that portal. One of them is a captain on this year's team, Taraja Mitchell. He is going to be a grad transfer. He'll be entering his sixth season of football next season, and he has decided now is the time for him to leave Columbus. Ultimately, two things with Taraja Mitchell. Injuries kind of set him back a year ago when you know there are going to be some older guys that will play a little bit because you didn't know who was going to be the better linebacker. Taraja Mitchell got a little bit of run. But ultimately, talent just was not there for him to be a starter at or a consistent starter at the Ohio State University. Good man. Good locker room guy. I really don't have, have never heard anything negative or bad to say about him in that way. But ultimately, this might be a wise thing for him. Go out with the bang. Go somewhere where you can play the football at a high level consistently and just lead college football playing the sport that you love. Another youngster who is in the portal at Ohio State is redshirt freshman Jalen Johnson. He's a safety. A position that you, that you thought, hey, this position is solid. You have the three starters. You got the backup. So ultimately, Jalen Johnson had a little injury hiccup himself and has decided that this is not the place for him to play the football next year or potentially, and he's going to enter the portal. I say potentially because both of these players still have a shot and a chance to play at Ohio State next year. However, when you open up your scholarship and say, I'm going to the portal, the school has the right and the program has the right to not honor set, to not have a scholarship for you in the upcoming semester. So let's just say in a couple of weeks, you decide the portal is not for me. You want to come back where well, your scholarship might be gone. So you're playing with a very slippery slope. This portal period is 45 days long, from December 5th to January 18th. And you're going to see a lot of guys in there. There are already 1,000 players in the portal. And here's a news flash that I'm going to relay to everybody. There's This is not just new. Everybody knows this. A lot, excuse me. A lot of people know this. 
A lot of players that are in the transfer portal seeking a new home will not find a new home. They won't. The NCAA has given everybody that played during the COVID season of 2020 an extra year of eligibility. What they did not do was extend the number of scholarships a school has. What they did do is allow schools to have more than 25 commits in a recruiting class. So think about a school like Ohio State. You're trying to bring in top-tier talent. You're trying to have a depth chart that's really uh, stacked as, as, as full of elite talent at every position. Also, you try to retain guys who are going to the portal, but you got to find to figure out how to stay under the scholarship limit of 85, recruit, navigate the portal, hire coaches. It's a lot. It's a lot. Most schools don't have to deal with this at the same way that Ohio State does. So for a player like Taraja Mitchell or Jalen Johnson, I don't think they have a thought to return to Ohio State. But let's just say they do. And let's just say shortly after Christmas, they say, hey, Ryan Day, I, I kind of think I'm going to stay here. And Ryan Day is like, sorry, buddy, your scholarship's gone. You're saying, why? Uh, because we don't have that many scholarships. We don't have extra scholarships. There's more players that are eligible to play than the scholarships that are there. So ultimately, what's going to happen? Man, your scholarship might be gone. That's the way the cookie crumbles. So if you're going to enter the portal, make sure it's the right thing for you. Also, there's another player. Dallin Hayden, who is being rumored to be tr- rumored that he is trying to be poached by the University of Tennessee, and they're trying to create an NIL package for him that will lure him from Columbus back to his home state of Tennessee. He is from the city of Memphis down there in the southern portion of the state, so that he can go down there and play football. And I said that I said this to one person, and I I. I haven't told you who I think is going to enter the portal, who should watch with the Buckeyes being in the national championship race and hunt and being in the playoff. I think a lot of guys we would have seen enter the portal on Monday or maybe even Tuesday. I think a lot of them are trying to wait till the end of the year till the Buckeyes are done playing football to see if they will be entering the portal or not because over a month time, players can get healthy. The depth chart can be solidified. Players could be, could jump. I mean, Running back a D-tackle, depth chart, and rotation. It's confusing. Will it change over the next few weeks? Possible. All depends on how healthy players are. But when it comes to Dallin Hayden, if the coaches keep relying and falling in love with the trend or with Trevion, Trevion Henderson, and if they keep playing him as much as they are, and Dallin Hayden has proven he is a phenomenal back. He hits the hole, gets through it. He can get things done on the ground at a more consistent rate than Henderson does. Has better vision as well. Um, I would understand if he decides to transfer because you have to remember, is he RB3 next year or RB4 or maybe even RB2? Evan Pryor had a season-ending leg injury at the beginning of the year. And so when you think about the injury situation, when you think about Dallin Hayden, you think about Evan Pryor, think about Trevion Henderson, you think about Mayan Williams, what do you have to realize? Those are four guys that are going to be on the school on the squad next year. It is only one ball, and I don't see Ohio State using four running backs next season. Chip Trainum, where's he at on the depth chart for next year? 
these are things that are probably going through the minds of those people in Tennessee that are trying to pull Dallin Hayden from Columbus down to Knoxville. I hope Dallin Hayden stays. I love watching him play. I think he's a phenomenal talent. I was high on him when he committed to Ohio State. I'm even higher on him now after he has played in Columbus this season. But I'm also not naive enough to not realize the, the trend of the day. Money talks. Not just the trend of the day, but the trend of America. A lot of people's lives. Money talks. And ultimately, with the way Tennessee was this year, with the phenomenal season they, they've had, with the way that the, that Knoxville, uh, those fans are in Knoxville, those volunteer fans, hey, man, we already they already got exposed for using McDonald's bags. And I heard maybe it was a Chick-fil-A bag. They gave recruits with the money in on recruiting visits. Maybe they might have a McDonald's bag, the biggest bag you can find with all the money they want to put inside of it ready for Don Hayden when he wants to come to Knoxville to check things out. Ultimately, I hope Don Hayden stays, but he is one player that is trying to be poached. Rumors are that he's trying to be poached from Columbus and go down to Tennessee down there in Knoxville. Taraja Mitchell, Jalen Johnson, wish the best. Don Hayden, I hope he stays, but ultimately, if he goes to play football somewhere else, I understand. Also, what I understand is there's a lot of good stuff coming in this week's stock report. Stock up, stock down. After the final playoff rankings have been released, comes up next. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action, bet online where the game starts. This episode is also brought to you by Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more, and the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top of the line grill that will last for generations. We all know how hard it is. With the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for Christmas, check out Buggers Plus and get there early this year. Pick something out and get it shipped in time for Christmas. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Ohasen, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and LaGriddle. That will be the last grill you own. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at Billiards-Plus.com. Billiards Plus, family-owned and operated for generations. I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. Your Buckeye basketball team opens Big Ten play tomorrow. 
Yes, it's a weird spot to me, and I'm sure it may be a weird spot to you for them to open Big Ten play. But the Buckeyes are set to face the Rutgers Scarlet Knights tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The basketball team is fun to watch, and I hope you're in your spot tomorrow evening to watch Holtman's boys play the game they love. Stock up, stock down. Post rankings, we got a few things on stock up. One thing on stock down, you'll understand what they are when we dive into it. Stock up on the Buckeyes having a chance to win the national championship. Think about the emotions you, we all had, say you, can't even single myself out. We all had when the Buckeyes lost to the team up north. Defeated, dejected, just, just a weird feeling of emotions all at one time. A set of emotions that nobody, none of us ever want to experience ever again in our lives. Also, what we also witnessed is chaos in college football. Rivalry weekend, there was chaos. Conference championship weekend, there was chaos. Friday night, USC lost, and everybody kind of believed that would propel Ohio State into being in the Final Four at the end of the year, and that's where they are. They have a shot to win the Natty, and ultimately, that's all they need. After what the Buckeyes saw, what, what the country saw, when LSU put up 500 yards of passing between two quarterbacks, the backup having 250 against Georgia. Yes, Georgia won 50-30, to 30, but imagine that with Ohio State's offense. I am still up in the air about who will win this game, leading more one way than the other, but I'm still up in the air about it. Ultimately, the Buckeyes having a chance to win the Natty, it's a lucky thing, it's a special thing, and to play the defending national champions, the number one team in the land, and to knock them off in the first game, it's a tough test. Tough task, but the Buckeyes might be up for it. Stock up on Kevin Wilson going to be a head coach once again. I am happy for KW. I am happy for, for Coach Wilson. I have ever since he was a head coach at Indiana and Ohio State had to play him a yearly, year after year after year. I gained more respect for him with how he is as a coach. And offensive mind, how he conducts himself. He is the type of person that I would be comfortable playing for and playing the football for. A G5 level Tulsa, I get it, man. Ultimately, that might be the right level for him. Kevin Wilson leaving at the leaving Ohio State as the offensive coordinator, going to Tulsa to be the head coach. I'm happy for him. And I believe this might be one of the final stops along the way for Kevin Wilson as being a college football coach stock up on cj stroud being a heisman finalist still one of the best players in the country still qb1 at ohio state back-to-back -back heisman finalist let this sink in the heisman trust has not allowed has not named heisman finalist and had more than one person at the ceremony forever that started i believe in 82 not many guys. Can you think about how many guys were Heisman finalists one time? How many guys were Heisman finalists two times? Not just at Ohio State, but in the sport as a whole. Stroud, CJ Stroud, being in this light is great. I think he's a better, I think he's had a better season than Stetson Bennett. I think that Max Duggan and him, it's you could say tossed up as far as how special the season was. 
Caleb Williams, I don't think there's a, a conversation there. But Stroud being in this conversation, being in New York once again for back-to-back seasons, it is amazing. Stock down, only one thing. It's on college football playoff expansion. Now, we might tack on to this later on in the week, maybe on tomorrow's show. But CFP expansion, I've never been a fan of it. I, I'm fine sticking with four. And ultimately, if you go to 12, rank them one through 12. I'm not a fan of expansion. And I don't like this new format. Because in this, in this current format, Ohio State could be one of the top four teams in the country. But do you know who would possibly? I, mean, I don't have the ranking rankings right in front of me. But do you know who could possibly get a buy in the new format if it was this season? Georgia gets a buy. The team up north gets a buy. My gut tells me Kansas State gets a buy. Utah gets a buy. Why? Because of conference champions. Now, granted, I understand you play a 13th game. But if you're not one of the top four teams in the country, you don't deserve a buy in this new format. But they are trying to appeal and make the conference commissioners happy. And this was a way to do that very thing. Also, miss me on the quarterfinal games being bowl games. Hey, put them things on campus. Those that are get buys deserve to host a home game on campus in the playoff. That's a snapshot of why I'm down on the playoff expansion. You might hear more about it on tomorrow's show. Guys, we're out of here on this Wednesday. A couple more days left in the week. And then the weekend's back here. And I hope you guys get out and have some fun. Yes, it's cold, but there are plenty of things to do outside of the home during Christmas every year. You can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Out of here on this Wednesday, this hump day. I hope you have a great day. And uh, look back. Look forward to coming back tomorrow. We might have a special guest on Friday's show to kind of wrap up an interesting week, first week post-season, regular season being concluded for the Ohio State Buckeyes.